Troy here, and we're on the dock right here. We're so excited about today on the dock.org. Uh, we're in here on a Saturday, giving up our Saturday to come out and reach out to you. And we're in our brand new, refreshed, revitalized, reset up, reorganized, new flooring, new carpeting uh, studio. I don't think, can they see? Mm. They can't really see it. Gosh, Lucas, sometimes yeah. we'll have to do a shot later. Uh, eventually and just show the floor in here i know nobody can see it but we are excited about it but the whole room just feels better it reverberates better yeah and our feet are, aren't all tangled it, it, yeah, up it feels the, cleaner it's clean that old carpet we had yeah. would be it was like it a minefield wrinkled up yeah down here. and then we and it, and it doesn't smell like dirt from 12 years it was original <laughs> carpet to this building it was deteriorated from the inside out just the glue rotted Kinda we had like a, our house yeah we had a we had a yeah that old carpet in our house uh -huh. we got we got to get rid of the, the, the church built that house god bless them but that carpet <laughs> it is due it's coming out soon trust me <laughs> after seeing this it's coming out but but i mean we had a freeze back in the christmas season and we had a lot of destruction in the church and this room got flooded praise god whom, whom all blessings flow and it just the carpet just disintegrated yeah. so thank you for uh uh the lord providing and we are in that new studio on the doc.org come out and join us we're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows into the deep we got a good one for you coming up here and we'd love to have you we're on youtube spotify and itunes i don't know where you found us but check us out on the other market as well you can go to also google play facebook roku rumble and sermon that we're getting real popular on rumble with a lot of our stuff here uh because you know you never know uh check that out and make sure you go to our facebook partner instagram twitter telegram getter put our stuff out share it with other people hit that subscribe like button notify and there's always a way you can go to patreon download the patreon app or go to patreon site and you can find on the dock and be a partner or a sponsor there's multiple tiers and we'd love to have you if you'd like to reach out and be a sponsor or a partner of the show go to on the dock.org find all the links and all those things and info at on the dock.org is our email to ask questions and get direction i'm on the set here with mother beth mother beth good morning to you good morning you're in camouflage were you hoping not to be seen today yes i was in yeah that's not going to work in. because lucas got these good high de definition cameras I know. he's he's refocusing he had to move he just moved the lighting because he wanted to get the countenance of your face and your hair in and he realized you were almost invisible so that is that's not true that's not true, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> on the set we have our techno wizard lucas winkler he's here he's He's here today. You doing all right? Look, yeah. look is on camera I'm and on good. audio. We're, we're, on camera. I actually slept oh, well last night, so I'm good. Fantastic. I did too, but my eyes are watery today, so if I do this, I'm not crying. You're not crying. Well, I might be, but yeah. no, because we got fresh clean carpet in here. It's not that. But I have a cold. So. All right, we're ready to go, guys. We got to get going. Psalms Volume Two project is underway. Uh, in Season One, we did Psalms Volume One. Go check it out. You can go back YouTube and go go to. Uh, are on the doc.org and go find our archives dig back and go watch those volume one we did i think seven psalms in volume one it was fantastic yeah, they kind were of good. they were great they were great and it, it, it made us dig it really gave us things to look at after and and i want you to just go back and find that series you can find the series on on the doc it's kind of abbreviated it's a little more conversational you can also go to um cof uh, tv.com through the church and i actually preached a parallel series the series is a lot more preaching a lot more parts and stuff you can go find that in volume one on um, back it's just the audio is just available i think i've already pulled down the video we only have video up through 2022 now um but the audio is there and uh, also you can 
just this last year, last year, 2022, I did a volume two series in the main church. So it's quite extensive. It was, it's this time it's 10 and I, I picked 10 because I, they, I, they just all flowed together. So you're going to see that when we get done, but it's going to really, I think, kick us up a notch in, in our worship. It's going to really help you develop your, your spiritual character. And so we'll get into that and we're going to, we start right, right hot. They, none of them are, are weak and uh, go find that series. I preached that series starting last summer and it, I didn't finish it until this year, like after January. It, there were breaks in it, so I went hard all through the fall. Then I came back into it later in October, and then I hit it again. Volume 10, uh, Psalm number 10 didn't get hit till like like February 1st, so it was crazy. What's it What's it, it like crazy. coming back to it? So like you, you, you worked on it for a long time, no, and, I told and now you, you come back to it. I came it. back, and I, okay, I, I came in, and to be fair, I, I printed out my notes yesterday from my original series, and, and I, I make notes on what I want to focus on more conversationally, mm-hmm. but I still need to get the part. When I read this, I thought, man, the preacher that wrote this was a sharp character. <laughs> I, I, I can't even believe, I, I'm trying to remember, Dang did I write this? I feel like I paid somebody else that's like really good to write this. And I feel like one of those TV preachers that doesn't really know what they wrote and if their monitor goes down, they're done. You know, they, if it goes down or the yeah. guy in their ears doesn't tell them, they don't know what to say because they didn't write their stuff. There are some big preachers out No, there are some big preachers out there. Big preachers out there that are not preaching their stuff. They have people writing their stuff. And, and, and they write a lot of books with that stuff. And so they give those guys ghost writing stuff, but they're paid to write their stuff. They, they, they can't because they've got too many brand deals that they need to, they need to do. I, Lucas, I, I can't imagine. I'll be honest with you. I can't imagine trying to preach somebody else's material. No, it's hard. I did it. Once. <laughs> we both did it. Okay. One time for a while, my wife preached for me for father's no, day. I just tried it. One she time. tried it one time. So she, she, she tried her own and then she just cried and she couldn't do stuff. And then, then the next time I wrote the father's day and she was going to preach what I wrote and that didn't work because she, it just makes me irritated. No, and she, I did it for you one time. I wrote your sermon for you. One then, time. then the third time she wrote it for me and I, I, I go walking away from the pulpit to make a point and I get about five steps and go, well, you don't even know what the next word is. <laughs> so so you, you couldn't walk away from the pulpit and go do, you couldn't go take a walk around the room. You couldn't, I, I don't even know what, what the rabbit's next. So it just doesn't work for me. No. I, I'm one of the few preachers that actually makes his own PowerPoint slides. Yeah. I, I, I talked to all kinds of friends. Yeah, a lot of them don't even do PowerPoint. I've got people that make some of the underneath <laughs> graphics, but I do my own slides because I feel like the slides are an extension of my own preaching. And what I put up on the screen here, like I made these, what I put up on the screen. Now, uh, Donna made the volume two graphic, the base graphic, but or sometimes Haley in our church does them and, and different ones, but, but I put them all together. And matter of fact, the, the, the base graphics hers, but the black box is mine. But I, but a lot of these slides are all mine because, and so if you see them as spelling, it's usually me. Uh, but, but I do I that. Yeah. And Beth tells me and I fix it between the next one or, or, or Alexis long in our church. She's got a red pen circles, the screen and says, you, you know, and I appreciate all that because that way I don't do it next time someplace else. Right. But I, I feel like it's an extension of the preaching. So, you hear what I say, but you also see, and I put up things that I want people to catch in their mind or the, the certain statements. So, so I, I don't know how other people write other people's stuff and then they go preach it. So I would say, I'm not going to pick on these people, but it would make you almost like a news anchor. You know, you would really just be a preacher reading the news. Yeah. And if you can read the news, I'm not knocking that. That takes a skill set too, to be able to be on TV, act like it's your idea and read somebody else's stuff and, and not laugh sometimes when they say stuff or whatever, you know, and then, and don't read <laughs> our, our esteemed president who reads now the parentheses. 
He gets in trouble all the time, our esteemed president, <sighs> the elderly uh, Joe Biden. He he reads the parentheses. Oh, he, walk he, off stage now. He's like Ron Burgundy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he does. He does it all the time. He does it all the time. He, it says, look around. And he's going like, oh, it just means I'm supposed to look around. You know? <laughs> I don't have any of those things uh, going on, so praise God. All right, we're in Psalms. Uh, not yet. Yeah, we're in Psalm 1. I call it the River Tree Psalm. You can call it what you want. Send us a text. Send us a Facebook message, uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter. Tell us what you want to call this psalm at the end. We'd love to hear it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll replace its uh, number. Hey, just for the record, guys, when I was building this, this series, I threw the old Psalms bumper in. Remember the bump, the bumper for Psalms? We have the Psalms bumper. I'm not going to play it all, but I'll just hit the audio for a second. Just. Okay, that's enough. All right. So I have it in here for the same rule because it's me and Lucas and Beth. And if we get in a crisis, that's going to give us 60 seconds to quit coughing. So if I just say bumper time. We're going to throw the bumper on. You know that we have had a small crisis on the set, mm -hmm. and we'll be back in a minute. I coughed all night. You so coughed. Yeah, Beth coughed all night, so so it's great. All right, let's see. i got to figure out. I don't know if this – we've got cameras in new places, so I'm trying to figure out how to yeah. look. I'd see this camera here, then we go over this camera here. And go, all right, got to quit worrying about yeah, that. I'm over here today. I'll let Lucas – yeah. No, I know. You're usually by me, so right. you can't sit here now. i got an apple and stuff over here. Uh -oh. All right, we're going to get ready to go here. Uh, on the Dock Season 2 Super Series, River Tree Psalm 1. Psalm 1, Psalm 1. Here we go, Beth. Let's get in the psalm here. Let me just read it. All right. Psalm 1, New King James. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. I love that day and night. He shall be like a tree. There's where I get the river tree. Planted by the rivers, river tree. Mm -hmm. Rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. I like that concept of, of you want to be a tree and you want to be planted by a source of nutrients. Mm -hmm. So not just a Christian, but a Christian is founded and grounded in the word and in the life of the church. Verse four, the ungodly are not so, but they are like the chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So our goal, uh, we're going to do 10 Psalms. Uh, I'm going to not introduce this every time, but I'll give the basics. The goal is to put the worship and the word together to get, uh, to lift up and calibrate our hearts so that, that we can stay active in the, I think David was the worshiper of God who God loved as a friend. Mm -hmm. And we want people out here to have their own relationship with God like David. It's doable. David screwed up so bad. He killed one of his best friends, sent him off to war and then slept with his wife. Right. I mean, he paid a price for it. He, it was terrible what he did. It, it, it it's the, one of the horriblest things. It would make it would be on one of those TV shows you'd watch with the murder detective thing. Yeah. It would have been horrible, you know. And he gets caught, and David does come clean. He pays a price for it, and he's still God's friend because God knows we're stupid, we make mistakes, and but he but he but he, but he accepts responsibility ultimately. I mean, that's that's a monumental mistake. So so God can handle God our screw ups. Yeah, God still used. Oh, no, he's the greatest king of Israel ever. Right. I mean, I mean, just bottom line, I mean, God used this man despite himself. Right. God will use us despite us if we can keep our hearts inclined to him. Even because when, God's still going to be, God still has a plan and he's still going to make sure that that plan happens. God loves whether us. Whether or not 
you get to be a part of it is your choice. And we have no idea how great his grace is. We, right. we watched a sermon the other but day, you can, and I did, on, on grace is beyond anything we can even imagine and beyond that. So right. so God really does care about us. He, he sent his only son for us. Right. So but he does. Good. He can continue on without you. He doesn't have to have you as part of the Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you want to be. Well, let, let me let me say this. The, the Psalms are basically, this Psalm 1 is the Psalm of David. And, and, and David didn't write all the Psalms. We call them David's Psalms, but, but David didn't write them all. There, there, there's 150 Psalms, 73 are specifically says David wrote them. This is Psalm 1, David wrote it. It begins the volume. It, it's probably the beginning of the entire collection. It's mm -hmm. kind of written like that. These are, these are your tree of life. So if you don't pay attention to this one, you're not going to like any of the rest of them. So <laughs> he's setting them up. And then there are some others throughout there, probably another 47 that David probably written. They're anonymous, but probably attributed to him. And then there's other people in there that write uh, a bunch of the other remaining 30 or 40 of them. So Psalm 1 is fairly attributed to David. The entirety of the psalm is, is him simply laying out as we open this book of writing that he's going to get these songs, you have two paths. As I, as he sings to us this psalm, as he writes to us, you have two clear paths. And this will be true for every one of the psalms we cover. You will always be making choices. I read today in my private devotion uh, this morning, my favorite text in the Old Testament, Joshua 24, 15. Ask for me in my house. Choose this day whom you will serve whether it be the gods of the foreign land and people over here or whether you'll serve the God of Israel that has brought you through. But as for me and my house, Joshua says, before he dies, we will serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's just powerful, powerful. Uh, that, that's my favorite. First Peter 3, 15, be prepared to give an answer for the hope that's within you, but this gentleness and meekness, my favorite New Testament uh, text. I've got others in the gospel, but, but I mean, this is simply the choose you this day. And it's in the Psalm version of it. And, and David fell, fell right in. So the entirety of the Psalms should be for us, I believe, like a beacon of light piercing the darkness of a stormy night. That's an example. I got to quote up on the screen. So that's something I would, I, if I'm writing these slides out, I want you to hear that. The Psalms are that piercing light. Mm -hmm. And if we can kind of get them in our soul and read them, I'm, every day I'm reading a Psalm. Today I read a Psalm. And the Psalm I read today was so good. And it was, it was all about all the things we fail on. In the end, it just kind of says, God never fails you. Yeah. All the things people fail you. And the end says, God never fails you. And I read a proverb every day. I read an Old Testament and a New Testament every day. And I know Beth, Beth does that as well. I know Lucas is in the word. You got to be in the word. And, and that's what David was saying. Get in the word. Get in worship. And when you're in the Psalms, you kind of get the word in worship. Kind of, even though it's not music, it was written musically. And I think it's really powerful. So yeah, it is. Yeah. The Psalms were written to testify, to affirm, to sing to God of our complete conviction. So when you sing a psalm, it's not like a surface song, like you know, you know, singing the ABCs or Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. They are meant to be heart songs, like like old ballads you'd sing to your, you know, when you when you had your first boyfriend or girlfriend, you made her that tape, that your music tape, you know, and my love songs. You know, <laughs> these are supposed to be your love songs to God. You remember that? People don't know about that, but back in the day, we used to make tapes and give them to our boyfriend or girlfriend. No, they did that. Josh, Josh, and Josh, Sarah Josh and Sarah did that. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah. Did Lucas, that? you ever done that tape? Uh, yeah. 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 Totally. yeah. Do you think people do it today, or do you just think they send them a track list? They, yeah, they send them a Spotify playlist. <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's the only way to true life to ignore this ways to miss God's best for us. So we need to sing to God, and if we don't sing, we're, we're leading to our own destruction. Right. The singing what is what keeps us. All right, let me. I gotta find where I'm on my notes. I've already lost my notes here. <laughs> I'm just trying here. I got notes. Okay, let, let, this psalm comes down that there's two people. Okay, Beth, there's two people. 
-hmm. There's the godly and the ungodly. Lucas, there's two ways. There's the righteous way, the saints way, and there's the wicked way, the sinner's way. Right. There's only two destinies. There's heaven or hell. Now, I know the world wants to tell us that there's 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 like you could choose 75 different genders. No. Even in gender there's male and there's female. I I know that you can feel like you're the other. You know, and and, and I you know what? You can feel like however you want to. That's fine. But it doesn't change reality. Right? There's 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 righteous and there's unrighteous. There's there's God's way and there's the world's way. There's there's heaven's way and there's hell's way. And if you just want to do the world's way, it takes you right to hell. Right. It, it does because it's the default when we were separated from God. So so this whole thing splits us. It's a very polarizing, and we're in a world today, I think, wouldn't you agree, that to be a Christian itself is a polarizing decision. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was a I I know a lot of us think right now that that that's terrible. But it was like that when when this stuff was written. David oh, yeah. David was in battle for everybody. Everybody around that country wanted to snuff him out. Philistines always wanted to Which kill him. Which just doesn't make any sense at all because what Christians stand for and 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 what Jesus stands for how can it be polarizing? You know, it, well, it is. It, it is because evil. because everybody gets to choose, and so if I choose I know, the, the world's way, just your choice and me are at odds because they are. And, and when Jesus lived and the disciples lived, it was in Roman times, and you talk about two worlds, right? I mean, I mean, golly, I mean, and then when you get up into Europe and the Mediterranean and Rome, and later on, Paul. Two worlds again. Right. But why would you choose the other? I mean, I just, I don't know. Well, it's easier. No, no, no. If everybody, if the bulk of the people are on a large highway and they're, and they're going to a party in hell, it's a party in hell. I mean, it's fun. Right. You and I both were sinners. We, we partied. The party itself is fun. Right. I'm just saying though, how can you not, how can, how can what Jesus stands for be polarizing? It just. Don't, don't let me feel you. The, just, the, the party is fun. I mean, the headache and the hangover and the way. vomiting the next day and how you feel oh, yeah, and you fun. find out what you did and you find out sure. how really irresponsible you oh, are, yeah, how you hurt somebody. You woke up with, you know, you know, good that's <laughs> the day after is horrible. Yeah. Good times. You know, yeah, you had to go to work. You know, I remember waking up feeling terrible, bad, terrible. You know, it was fun at the time because Katie barred the door is fun, but you can do that with the Lord as well. The joy of the Lord can be your strength. So we, we get tricked into thinking that that like God's a killjoy. God's not a killjoy. God is leading us to the greatest joy. Yeah. And sometimes we take the moment of it's like it's like eating a big piece of chocolate cake. I love cake. Uh, I love some cake. But you know, we, there's a line between the size piece of cake you eat and how you feel crappier afterwards. Right? Wouldn't it be great if it was guilt-free? I wish you like could you figure out what the piece was the whole piece, that would make you happy whole... about it, but then would later on not make you feel gross. But you can't. You well, can't. I think I think that's the issue is um, right. delayed gratification, right? You, yes. Is, yes. Is you you see the pleasure in front of you of doing this, even though you're told it's not right, but it, you get it now, right? Rather than you know a lot of things that happen with the Lord, you need patience, right? Absolutely. And, and, and the yes. Lord says that multiple times in the Bible where he's like, I need your patience because I'm working through you and for you in the background, but you just can't see it. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Look at it. So, so, yeah. so the key is we got to make choices. So look at it. Blessed is the man. 
who walks, stands, sits. Blessed is the man who walks, stands, sits. I highlighted certain words there. And it's that man who delights in the law of the Lord and he meditates on it. He shall be like this river tree, rivers of water, tree planted by it, okay? And, and what I see there is there's two very, very clear uh, things to be blessed. Whether you're a man or woman of God, there's two blessings. One is we are blessed when we delight in God. When we trust God, just simply sit down with God and do the things he promises, then we begin to experience the better things. A, a great example of this is, is in my worldly days, I partied, I, I did college, I didn't do, do, do God. I, I went out with who I want, hung out with who I want, gave myself to who I want, and then I got saved, and then I realized God wants me, and all that was me chasing after something I couldn't obtain. There wasn't a peace at the end of the rainbow. There was just another party, and that party led to being scared or fearful, or what did I do, or what's happened? And then when I met my wife, Beth, and we were dating, I realized in a Christian relationship, what I had shared with other people and the, the relationships I had, I had now wish I could only had given to you. And and it was a, ch a challenge in my life. And, and you, you feel like the world tells you, oh, go out with who you want, sleep with who you want, do who you want. You can be you. And then you find out later, that wasn't me. That was the world. And then you find out, man, what would have been great would have been just to delight in the Lord right. and realize, and we, when I got married, and we had relationship and stuff, I realized what guilt-free was and what right was and what holiness was. Mm -hmm. And 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 to, to not wake up the next morning and go, oh my God, you know, you know, I felt all of a sudden this is what God created and this is what the light really is. It's not the gratification, like you said, Lucas. It's the what's right. And we think that we know what's right until we follow the Lord's plan we don't know. Right. Well, and I also think you're being bombarded with things that people are like, yeah, this is right. This is right. This is right. You know what I mean? Oh, if oh, it yeah. feels good, yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. But they don't yeah, ask yeah. you, how does it feel after you do it? Right. You know, right. Did, did, did I just get the person I was just with slept with 12 other people that, that in the last few weeks. And now I, I've got a jumbo soup and I can have any one of 25 STDs. When, when we're in Thailand, we see these, the ladies work in the street and stuff. And we see these guys coming in and, you know, they're going to get their, their night out with a girl. I'm thinking, do you know you're taking... 20 other men back home to you, your wife, your family, you're out doing this. Do you understand? I, I know it feels good tonight because you've had enough beer that you're not thinking about the consequences of what she, what she could have or what she could be doing or what she might do to you or the pimp that's going to come in and throw you off the roof or whether they're going to extort you or steal your credit cards or steal. Right. You, you're not thinking about that because you've had just enough liquor that you feel good. Yeah. And then you pop a little pill or two and you're really happy. And the next thing you know, you wake up and they've stolen your identity, stolen your stuff, or you've got 12 STDs and you, maybe you don't even know you have them. You just get home and you give them to your wife. And you know, next thing you know, you, you've run two people's lives. Right. And we forget that blessing involves delight. We got to do his, we got to do his stuff first. And then the second thing, here's the key. It involves dependence. We want we do what you want means oh, I'll be independent. I'm my own dude. Right, yeah, we you like know? to be independent. Yeah, I'll do it the way I want. And we did it my way. But 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 in this here, we have to trust God that and we walk in his counsel. That's that's a bit of codependency. And we always think of codependency as a negative thing. Codependency is a negative thing if the person you're walking with is not trustworthy. But the one we walk with, Beth, is and Lucas, is trustworthy. Right. He's our maker. Yeah. Hey, right, let me ask you this question. Uh Ezra comes over, our granddaughter, she's so beautiful. God, she's so beautiful. I wish I had brought some, I should put some video clips yeah. up. We'll do that in the future one. Uh, but she comes over and, and she loves us. I mean, she loves us. But when her mama Sarah comes in the room 
it's like she's in you trying to turn. Yeah, like you know, we, we don't yeah. exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, when, when she when she comes in, she does look at us because she hadn't seen this. Yeah. But when mom comes back after three or four hours, you know, mom's nursing, mom's the bottle, mom's the provider, mom's the one who you know. You can, she's like, I'm done with you guys. Yeah. You know, <laughs> bottom line is Ezra is codependent on her mom. That's okay. Yeah. Her mom loves her. We'll do whatever for her. Right. Now, if she's still doing that when she's 42, we'll sit down and have a talk with Sarah and Ezra. Yeah, that might not be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. We have boys <laughs> that are still codependent on their moms. And they're living in their basement and they're 39. Right. You know, that's not good. No. But, but you, there are things, God is our father. We can be dependent on God. Yep. He will, he will not lead us astray. From so, here on. That's right. So I, I wanted to get that across. There's really two paths. And, and really, God enjoys blessing your life, but you must be blessable. Mm. To be blessable, you got to be in his delight, and you've got to be dependent upon him, yeah. connected. And he's going to give you times to go out. He's going to let you go out and, and, and stretch your legs a bit. Trust me on that. And, and we have to be, as I, as I say often, is we have to be rooted and grounded. And we want to be grounded not in a dry land, but in the river, by the river, a tree by the river, so we're getting the nutrients. And it's not just I'm in the ground and I'm done. I don't want to be a potted plant. Uh, we have potted plants right now that aren't doing well outside because they've been in that pot too long and that pot's wore out of stuff, you know? Uh, you want to be in that ground where there's stuff happening because our lives are, we're getting older. Beth right now, Beth has to get on the ground to play with Ezra. You know, lay on the ground. You ought to see Beth, number one, getting on the ground. <laughs> And you ought to see her getting off the ground. It looks like, I mean, it looks like a turtle that's been flipped over it, in the shell. It used to be so easy. I mean, it's like a process. And by the time she gets up, she has to sit five minutes. To, she's exhausted. Yeah, you gotta. Uh, What's funny young, is she drops. You don't even think about well, she, it. When Ezra comes, she just throws herself on the ground, knowing it's going to be a three-hour process to get up. <laughs> she throws herself down there. And I say, hey, baby, come down, lay on the blanket. We're going to have a picnic. It's like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> you know, that's going to hurt. <laughs> I don't write that yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, no, I understand with you though. I'm, I'm, hey, I take half a day to get up. So it's hard. It is very hard. You, but you got to be blessable. So let, let, can I focus back in a little bit on on Psalm one? Uh, Blessed is the man who walks in the not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor these aren't antis. So the man's blessed who doesn't walk with ungodly, doesn't stand with sinners, and doesn't sit in the scornful. And I, if I. I one of my mentors years ago uh, said, "If you're if you're considering sin, this is Fred. If you're considering sin, that's like walking in it or walking toward it." Then he says, "When you're contemplating actually doing the sin, it's like going in with it." So so if you if, if okay so if you're at a if you're in New Orleans and you're on the street and you've got a brothel right here and you walk toward the, the door, you're considering it. Right. You've already thought about it. Right. You haven't gone in yet. You haven't committed the act, but married, whatever you are, you're thinking about fornication. You're thinking about your own gratification. You're thinking, you're, you're the Bible says you really have already kind of done it in your mind, your spirit. In your mind, yeah. Yeah. You're not at the point of no return, but you 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 need to go, <laughs> this delight is not in the Lord. This this thing is not blessable, okay? Mm -hmm. But then when you cross over the threshold and you go into the establishment, you begin to flirt, you begin to negotiate and then you're then you're you're contemplating, you're you're past considering, you're now standing in it. Walking in the ungodly, you're 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 going into the place. Stands in the center, you're now in front of the person. You're negotiating terms. 
when you're negotiating terms, you've, you've mentally said, this has value to me and you're negotiating. And then finally, then, then laying down in it. Now, now you've gotten comfortable in it. You've justified it. I, I deserve this time. This is for me. This is my vacation. So, so nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So if you're walking toward ungodliness, you're walking in things, you're already on the path. When you stand in front of it and it's there and you're not changing it on the clicker or changing it on your computer or getting away from it or setting boundaries, then, then you're standing with it. And next thing you know, you're, you're sitting and even sitting here could be reclining. When they say sit here, sits in the seat, they didn't have seats like we did. They had pillows on the ground. They sat and they reclined. So I need everybody to understand the word sit here is not sit like Beth and I and Lucas are sitting in a seat. Sitting is lounging. And, and lounging is, 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 it's like being fed grapes, you know, on a comfortable pillow mm-hmm. in the midst of your thing. So, so I just want everybody to hear there's a pathway there and we've got to regulate ourselves. And the blessed man is the man that doesn't start down those journeys, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've got those two choices, you know, we've got, we got to stick with those two choices. Um, and, and, and how do we become, how do we become this river tree? Not a tree of desolate. The opposite tree in the story is a tree of desolation. The tree that's in the desert, that's dry. Mm-hmm. That's right. How, how, how do we how do we do this? There, 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 he gives us some he gives us some some suggestions. Well, tell us what those you want to Well, first of all, to do it, and, and I'm speaking to all of us out there in the church, connected to Jesus, listening. To be blessed or blessable person is the one who steers clear of the lifestyle than godly. So, mm-hmm. so you don't go down that path. You don't stand in those places. You don't sit in those places. Now we all make mistakes. David obviously did. Right. So how do you get yourself out of it? Well, repentance and walking the other way and, and being held accountable. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and to be honest with you, all that's painful. Yeah. So, it is. so just as much as the pleasure of going down the path, there's going to be more pain coming back to get on God's path. Right. Because it becomes a habit as much. Cause you're going in the thorn bushes. I mean, you're going yeah. off the Rocky road. Right. And it just feels right. I mean, it feels natural to you. It, it takes some time to change the pattern. What people don't realize is when you sin, there is a euphoric effect. Mm-hmm. There's, there's endorphins and effect and you, 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 you got your, you got your game on, you know, right. and you get hit with adrenaline and it feels good. And, it, and it's not just as it feels good, whether it be sexual, whether it be alcohol, whether it be drugs, whether it be just your mind or your relationships. It, it, it has a chemical impact on your life right. and it stimulates your, it's like eating a piece of chocolate cake and, and you go, wow, it's good. Chocolate's great. Then you get a sugar high, then you get a sugar crash. Mm-hmm. Okay. There, and, and that sugar high and that sugar crash, that's not just from eating the cake. That's from the impact that it has on your body. Yeah. Sin and action has that impact. Right. You can go from having the experience of a lifetime going into that place where you saw that woman and, 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 and doing the deal or whatever. And then when you come out, you now have the guilt of going, I could have an STD. I, what if they had a camera in there and then that's put on the internet? What if I'm now the next pay-per-view? What, what if, what if somebody's going to, what if somebody's going to knows I'm married and they send that to my wife and they're going to blackmail me? All of a sudden the world changes and what was incredibly pleasurable, there becomes a possibility you could be in the thorn, the weeds and the rocks or just, I mean, I mean, nobody knows and you're just sitting there living with the guilt of that and knowing that you're not even righteous anymore. Well, 
if you have the guilt, at least you still have a chance. You you do, and, and then you, you can decide what to do about that. You have you, to you need to start really worrying when you're not feeling guilty anymore. Well, and I tell people, if you if people say, well, do you think I've got the, done the unpardonable sin? I say, well, no. If you're talking about it, you you still have a conscience. Right. So you, you, you have a chance. Right. But if you quit talking about it, that's really scary. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah. You become sociopathically hardcore wired in, yeah. and, and we call those people serial killers, serial murderers, sociopaths, and things like that, so. Um, but we want to be blessed. Uh, I, I, I think the happy man or woman of God is called to be a real friend to the ungodly. So I, I, I want to hear this. Walking in the, in the presence of the ungodly is different than being a witness to them. We are called to be witnesses and hang out and, and, and lift up people that are in bad situations, but we're not called to be their party buddies or their, their sin buddies right. and, and, and hanging out with them because, well, I don't want them to think I'm a bad guy. You can, you can be a friend to the ungodly person without them being confused that you're a partner with them in their ungodliness. Right. And I think most of the time it, it takes some time for you to get to the place where you can do that. Yeah. And, I don't and think that's something. When somebody's newly saved, you cannot hang with your old friends the way no. you used to. Yeah. I, I just hate to tell you, you're going to have to make a friend change. Yeah. There's going to have to be some separation. And you're going to have to while. love them enough to do that for them because that, maybe it's their only way out. You're going to, you need to go to your friends and just say, I'm not dissing you. I still love you as a friend, but I got saved or I've, I've come back to the Lord. And if I hang out with you, I'm going to be in the same ungodly places. I'm going to be walking, standing, sitting in bad places. And I'm not rejecting you. That's your choice. And it was my choice, but I've chose to go another way and I need time to get healthy. Right. And as I get healthy, I'm going to let you know how I'm getting healthy. And hopefully we can reconnect down the road and I'm not rejecting you, but, but I can't, I can't partner with you anymore. Right. And I'm not looking down at you because I was you. I'm making a choice of my own free will. We've got to learn how to grow up, put our big boy uh, shorts on and, and take responsibility and just tell which, our friends. Which brings up another point that, I mean, right now I feel safe going places where there's lots of things going on and I don't feel touched by it. Um, but I don't think that we should ever get to the place where we feel like we're not touchable. Right. I, I agree with yeah, that. I, I, I don't I, think you should ever let your guard down to where you think it's not an enticement to you anymore. No, it's always going to be partly, and you need to check to that because that's what got David in trouble. David was in love with God. Next thing you know, you can see this woman on the, on the roof right. bathing. She bathed on the roof all the time. Right. She would have done that every month for a purity bath after, after she finished her, her period. She would have done that every month. He would have been able to see that every month. What was different was he gazed and he began to consider. And all of a sudden the woman standing in the door, he started walking toward it. Right. He started thinking about her more than she's just a sister of Israel right? You should, or a mother you of Israel. should never doubt that, that can, the hooks are still there. The hooks are there. And, you, and, might, you might be farther from them. They might be out of your mind. And, and how, let me, I'm going to stay with David as an example. David could have glanced and said, oh, she's, she's having her purity bath. Bless the sister. God bless her. And he should have just walked off the roof, turned his head and, and, and prayed a blessing on her. I mean, when we're in Liberia, houses in the in, in where we go in some of the villages have no doors no windows you see everybody naked everybody's doing their baths right i mean it's, it's just a normal part of know, life and you should just walk down the road she's having her bath good you know yeah. the kids are having their bath he's peeing everybody can see he's peeing you know you know but when you stop and begin to have fantasy about it or engage into a relationship with it, it moves beyond that. And it's true of us too at any level. And that's why it's so easy for us to, to get caught. Every one of us today can search anything and something easily pornographic or objectionable can come up on your computer. Yeah. The question is, do you pursue it? Right. Are you able to quickly get off it? 
It's it's almost impossible to even watch a commercial without something coming up objectionable. The question is, can you hit your thirty second button and move forward, or do you, or do you, or, you know? Right, and if you know you're still having issues with that, then you just need to not put Quit yourself watch. in that place. W- move. Just don't well, do that. take the TV out. I think right. it's, it also starts as how do you start your day. Yes. Yeah, and, where, and where are you rooted? Your, in, good. Yeah. That's that's right on. Yes. Look, yes. go ahead. Yes. Rooted and grounded. Yeah, yeah. So like, because if you start your day in the Bible and then you see those things, I mean, they don't even really phase you. But if you if that's you right. start your day off, you know, already bitter right. about what the world is and about right. what it owes me, about, and I'm beat up, and I need or this. If God hasn't done something for you as fast as you like you wanted it to happen, right? Then you're like, oh, maybe maybe I can just relax and right, right. You know, let this and you know that's interesting you say that because I was gonna say we didn't we don't know what what else went on in David's life that day before he saw her mm-hmm. we we don't know what he was already dealing well, and, with and, and, and I know we look at that like oh I was a we have the exact same triggering mechanisms today they're just our internet screen or our computer or the girl next door or whatever we all the things that affected them we still have in different forms and we're facing the same battles and matter of fact david and them face the same things we face sure. it's just a little different methodology the devil's got new things technology yeah but it's but it's it, I, I think nature. lucas is so on there yeah. how you start your day will determine whether something is normal life to you or whether it becomes something that's pleasurable to you beyond appropriateness and i, I think that's so good or a way to deal with frustrations right because you're going to see stuff you're going to hear stuff and you're going to hear the somebody drop an f-bomb you know you're not going to avoid that as a christian today in this society but you don't need to dwell on that kind of language and you don't want to make that a part of your countenance and you're now all of a sudden well i want them to connect with me so i just kind of speak to people's language you don't need to speak to people's language speak the language of the lord Right. You know, you know, you don't have to speak King James. We're not saying thou no. shalt not. No, you know, don't do stupid stuff. like Honestly, that. I, I mean, sometimes if we're watching something and they just it's like every other word. Move on. Part of the it's not like it like I can't handle it. Like it's, you know, doing something to my ears. Part of me, I've thought before is what if that just comes out of my mouth sometime because I'm so used to hearing it, Move on. you know, mm. I would be appalled. You, I would if, just if, be so embarrassed. I tell people you if know? you're having to hit that 30 second button or that 10 second button uh, too much, then just change channels, change yeah, programs, change, just, get off that network, you know, you know, and it's hard today to, I mean, gosh, I mean, last night we watched a, a Muay Thai fight. It was safe. Thank God. They didn't have to have any special scenes. They didn't have to have a kiss by, by two people, the same sex within the first 15 seconds, right. all Hollywood stuff. They just fought. just knock the tar out of each other you know (laughs) so so you may have to switch what you view or quit watching if it's a trap to you quit watching go to go to spotify start listening podcasts you know you know just turn on jesus image and and bethel and uh the upper room and and cedar sessions turn those on and just dwell those things until you can get the other regulated yeah. Sometimes you just have to do that. Now, that, that second part was the blessable man, he delights. We talked about he delights. He trusts in the Lord. I think that is such a key. Is I think you were on, Lucas. We got to start our day deeply connected with the Lord being our first thing. I start almost 99.2%. Every now and then I miss a morning. I start my day off with the Lord first thing. Yeah. First thing. Matter of fact, Beth interrupted me this morning. We had to get ready for the podcast. And I'm in there reading the Bible. She says, can I have the shower first? I said, yeah, you can have the shower. So, so I mean, every day, get in the Bible, just start there. 
It doesn't mean my day's going to be perfect. It just means I've got, I've already got something for the day because I was so excited about reading Joshua 24, 15. It's my favorite text today. And then I read Luke, Luke 21. It was like verse, I don't know, 13 or something like that. It was one where he says, in the end, it, you'll know the end times are coming when there's rumors of wars and earthquakes and all that kind of stuff. And then what he said was, he says, it won't be then. He said, then there'll be, be challenges and there'll be, troops around Jerusalem and then you're getting really close. And then he says, I'm going to talk about this tomorrow in church. This will be your opportunity. And all I could hear Lucas is I'm preaching a series at our church called the resistance now. And I'm in the training camp and the graduation. We're fixing to change the series to the resistance, the rise of the church. So mm-hmm. you're getting a new exclusive here. <laughs> and I could hear when the pressure comes and the earthquake comes and the rumors of war and people, it says, Christians will be persecuted for being Christians. We're being persecuted. Mother Bestman kicked off Facebook for stuff, Christian stuff. I got kicked off last year for saying Merry Christmas. You know, when we start getting persecuted, Christians are dying. It says here, now this will be your opportunity, church, to speak in my name and I'll give you the words to say. And you will not be harmed. It's our chance to be that right now is the time to be the resistance. It's our opportunity. We got to quit thinking of it being all oh, crap. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. It's the road that Eve put us on. Right. But we're on the road knowing what's happening. Hell in a handbasket. A lot of the people are going. We're like, come this direction. You have a chance. There's a ramp. There is another. You don't just have to go where the tree dies in the desert. You can take the blessable way. And most people aren't going to take it but we're still called to speak it and to live it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I got that from my devotion this morning, had no clue what I was jumping into today. And you see how, how the connected they are? It's not an accident. No. I mean, God's got all this stuff. He knew every one of us knows the hairs on our head. He can intersect these things. His delight is in the law of the Lord. What I just realized is I got to quit whining about the time we're in and just oppor- just thank God. God, he gave me opportunity to be significant in this time and to help people. There, when people are going to darkness and everything's bad, sometimes a little light can change the whole world. Yeah. We need to be that little light. The problem is with most Christians, people can't tell what it, what what's really light and what's not. Right. It's amazing. Verse three, he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. We, guys, we've got to be tougher. We've got to be real. And, and, and we've got to be real. In this season we're in, it's tough. Yeah, you but, know, I wanted to say something else about what you about starting your day. I'm, I'm just. I know a lot of people use. You know, you say you say that, and what they hear is, "I have to get up at four in the morning." <laughs> my, and, my, my my mentor Fred does. He gets yeah, up at five. Well, and he, that's fine. He's you know? he's incredibly gifted. That's fine. That works for Fred. Right. That it doesn't, doesn't work for me. It doesn't. It doesn't work for me because because I go to bed at two. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. I'm going to read my Bible when I get up, you know. When I quit this life, I'm going to try that. I wish I had that discipline. Right, right, right. But I don't use that as your excuse not to do it. It's no you know, excuse. I told somebody the other day, just if you can't do anything else, keep your Bible in the bathroom. Yes, that's right. you are going to eventually appear in that bathroom sometime during yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. it's normal. Pick up your Bible and read it if while you're If you're not there. appearing in the bathroom at least right. once a day, you need to go see... <laughs> medical help yeah you're gonna yeah, need help but i mean you gotta start someplace well you know and i want to say to you you know how i learned this i i i mean i get up in the morning and that's a i i, I go to the throne room and meditate and <laughs> and you know my grandparents 
have always had their devotion in a rack right there in the restroom since yeah. I was a little boy. Always. Yeah. And I, I always thought that was kind of weird to have a magazine rack with your day, your devotion, our daily bread and stuff. Yeah. They've always had that in there. <laughs> and the Benettones, we happen to be pretty regular people, if you know what <laughs> defined regular is. We are very regular people. When we're not, we're not, but but very regular. Now I understand why. It's a, it's a daily place of connection. Right. There's no I'm excuse. I'm not saying you have to do it. There well, no, no, you I'm can be, saying, you can do whatever. Find a place. I'm just saying you do have the time. Yes, you have the time. You can also, you drive to work. You could have it on audio. Yes. We're living in a time now where there's just no excuse. Not your, your, your phone will tell you the Bible verse for the day and it will now read it to you, Lucas. Right. Oh yeah. Right. It'll read to you. In which version would you like? You know. Right. So. Do you want uh, Patrick Stewart? He just finished the Picard series. Do you want him to read it to you? He's got his own version of the Bible. Oh yeah, he's loved. Be be, he's like, have. yeah, yeah. Like, listen to Gandalf. Right. Before. But stop making excuses. Just find a time. Look, and so this le- this leads to my point. This this decision is highly intentional. Yeah. It's a decision. It's an action. So is your walk with God. It's attention. The same energy that walks you into that sinner's house, into that 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 house of ill repute, is the same decision that will walk you into godliness. Right. You just got to decide which you value the most. Yeah. And where you walk will we'll show that. And if you make a decision, you know, if you make the point of starting somewhere, then God's got something to work with. You know, then he can start growing that seed in your heart. You know, you, you've you've planted a little seed. Now he can start watering it and growing it. And no telling, you maybe end up getting up at four in the morning a couple of years from now. But you don't have to start there. And you know, I'm not there. I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning to read the Bible yet. Yeah, I might be sometime, but well, eventually we will. I hear you get. I get to where I hurt when I sleep too long now, so I can see eventually getting up at five. You can and, see it because yeah. my hips start hurting me about six, and you can't. You've laid too long. You know. Let's. T- can we talk briefly? We don't have long here in the okay. broadcast. But I want to talk about the other side just briefly. I'm not going to dwell on the other side because I don't really want to live on the other side. And verse four on is the ungodly. It's the opposite of being blessable. It's the unblessable. The ungodly are not so. They're like the chaff. Chaff is the worthless part of the fruit. What they're doing is like, you can eat some chaff, but it's just going to have no nutrients for it. It's not going to help you. It's filler. It's bulk, it's fiber, but it's not substance. Yeah. So so you can go have the affair, you can look at the thing, you can gratify yourself, but it will not sustain you. You will not get anywhere with it. The ungodly, verse 5, shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, nor for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I mean, I, I, I need you to think about this. A lot of what we do is chaff, and the word for chaff here would be refuse, Refuse are garbage. A lot of what we do is just garbage. You know, it just, it just, it, 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 it yeah. might, you know, it's just not, it doesn't have any substance. And, 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 and what you're saying is, is when you follow the ungodly path, you're doing things that do not have substance that will stand. In the, in the Bible, we talk about God purifying us with holy fire so that the wood, hay, and the stubble, the things of the earth are gone. Mm-hmm. And what le- what's left is gold, silver, and precious precious uh, jewels. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly here. We need to look at what we're doing and say, will this stand up? Will it take my kids? Will it take my wife? Will it take my family? Will it take people closer to the kingdom where they'll last forever? Or is it going to take me farther and them farther? Right. And w- we need to measure ourselves a little bit more on what we're storing up and whether it is even storable. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not saying, gosh, I, I, Thursday, I'm dating this episode, but Thursday's the NFL draft. 
I hope not to miss it. You know, I can't wait to see who Pittsburgh picks in the first round. You know, right. they get two picks in the second round. The first round pick, they traded Chicago. I mean, I mean, and all that will burn and be gone, and nobody will even care about that in eternity. Right. But I want to know. And I want to hear about Lucas when his team fires their coach and gets a new one. You yeah, know, we yeah, want to yeah. hear it. That's all. God doesn't mind us having some fun. Right. He doesn't mind it. But if it ever takes people away from the kingdom, then let's get out of it. Right. You know? I yep. mean, I mean, don't, don't do it. You can have fun. God invented fun. I mean, gosh, he, he did. I mean, he, he gives us creativity, but let's don't do it because I love this. The ungodly, they're the chaff, and the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation. So it's the opposite. The ungodly won't stand in the presence of God. They won't sit. They won't, they won't be able to lay. They won't have a place. Right. So God's just not going to tolerate it. Um, let's see here. I, I just want to come back, I think, um, I want to come back to verse six real quick. Verse six, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get out of here. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. It goes back to the delight and the dependency, trusting God. I think Lucas has been on it with that morning time mm-hmm. to calibrate daily. Yeah. Um, and and I, I cannot express, get some worship in each day. I'm not saying wait till Wednesday or something. Get some worship, get a playlist, get a group. Yeah. You know, we're all sharing stuff around here all day long. I send Lucas stuff. Lucas sent me back something. He knows the song Show Me Your Face is my favorite. He just sent me something where he saw it being played. You know, we share stuff. We we, we hear something that moves us. We we share it amongst our leadership and our team. I don't know if everybody listens to it all, but I know he does and I do. And Beth does. And and and, and I, I put stuff out. Share stuff. For the Lord knows the way. Right. We want to be enriched in that. And yeah. and what we what we we will reap what we sow. Focus on those things. Get some time in those things and do that. Now, I want to go back to where, where I was a minute ago. Two people, two ways, two destinies. That's what Psalm 1 is. That's what all the 150 Psalms are. They're all going to lead you to a, a bipolar choice. We're very, um, I've learned that bipolar is when you got two extremes. And I've learned that uh, recently, I, 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 had, I, I, I got a daughter that's a, a daughter-in-law is a Christian counselor. So she reminds me when I went through my counseling, I've got a really good uh, sociology and psychology degree in my master of divinity. You spend about a third of your time in that, but, and you do a little bit of practice, you do a clinical pastoral education unit and all that stuff. And you do that. And then I've been a pastor for 35 years. So you do a lot of training. So you're well-trained as a counselor. You just don't practice as a counselor. So when somebody's a counselor, they actually get into the nitty gritties. So what I call people having two mindsets and they're, they're competing. I call it bipolar, you know, and and most of us our our split personality or our competing personality. And, and what, what did she, what did she call the other day? She said, well, somebody's just kind of borderline borderline. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, before. yeah. She said, "Well, well, that, that that that's a borderline issue." And I'm like, "Borderline, borderline sounds to me like bipolar. It sounds like split. It sounds like two ways." She says, "Well, but it's just a little. It just it's like you're able to walk back and forth a little easier." Uh-huh. And, I, and I thought, "Well, that makes perfectly good sense." Yeah. But it's like that line, you know. Well, that's pretty split. Yeah. You don't usually just walk over that. I would agree. That's you've gone from this to that extreme and probably in there somewhere is the borderline. But so I found out some people are just borderline. They're able to kind of vacillate back and forth and bipolar have more manic episodes, you know? Right. So well, I learned stuff, you know, I just when say, it used to be manic depressive. I know. I know. They, so change, they just keep changing. The I, I know, but I learned stuff on that. And, but I think we see that it's bad. If you've got a mental health problem, you need to right. deal with that and work through that. Of course. But spiritually, there is a, there is a, we don't want to be bipolar. No. Right. So clinically, 
They're going to try to help you with that medically. They're going to try to be psychologically. The well, yeah, they're going to try to get you healthy. Okay, spiritually, we work the same way though. We get to choose heaven or hell. We get to choose righteousness or sin. Right. We get to choose God's people or not God's people. So our choices are not really borderline though. Although they, they come in a borderline fashion, they, they are they are ultimately manic yes. because you're either going to go over uh, yes. here or over here. And one leads to eternity with God and you get to sit down and enjoy the, the mansion and the other leads to separation. And we've got parables in the Bible that says you can't cross the gulf once you do. Gosh, so it's, it's almost like I can I can picture those two sides kind of going along side by side and yeah. just really super gradually, like you don't even realize they're doing You don't it. even realize you're over, you don't even realize you're And eventually over you, you're going to have to choose one way or the other. You're not going to be able to, to just walk that middle. Absolutely. Let me do this again. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so but are like the chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. There's that divider. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. We don't want anybody to perish. We don't want anybody to perish. I hope that sits on you. That's Psalm 1. That's the first of our 10. I think it's going to be, don't you think it's going to be kind of fun? Yeah. I mean, you can see where this engaged. Hey, we're going to be back in part two. Part two will be the Who Psalm. Uh, the song, the who, who it's not the, it was the song Miami Vice where they go. The, the group is the who is it the one where they go. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. And then the guy's got the his, who are you? and then the guy that's got, teenage. the guy. No, 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 no. I just think of the CSI Miami. The guy's got the sunglasses yeah. and he, and he takes his, song. the guy that takes his sunglasses oh. off always. I'll, I'll come up with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, the redhead, the redhead, yeah. the redhead guy. Yeah. He always takes his sunglasses off. He looks serious. Teenage Wasteland. Yeah. That's the name of the song. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> I, have, I, it, I call it the NCI, the, 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 the CSI <laughs> Miami song. We're going to be back with that. That's the, the who Psalm, the micro. We'll talk to you about why it's micro. Cause there, if there's a micro, there's a macro In economics, there's micro macroeconomics. There's biology. There's micro macro in the Psalms. We have a micro and a macro that's in volume uh, part two of our Psalms volume two series. We're going to be back for that. I hope you've enjoyed this. Go to on the doc.org. Go find the volume one project. Go find those, listen to them. And we'd love to have you and find all of our other stuff. We've been doing it's been some great stuff in season two and go to Emails if you got questions, info at on the doc.org. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Check us all out. Check out our other partners over there. And we'd love to hear from you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. Subscribe, hit like, notify, bug people, share this with other people. If you think of people right now that what we talked about would be helpful, just send them a link. Like Lucas sends me a link. This could be the link that changes somebody's <laughs> life today because it maybe you could help somebody walk toward righteousness and help somebody be blessable. We'd love to have you as a Patreon partner or sponsor. Check that out at my Patreon. Look up on the dock there. And if you don't have a church home, we'd love to have you at Community Faith Church. Check us out at coftv.com. We meet on Sundays at 10 o'clock, Wednesdays at 6.30. God is rolling in this place. We'd love to have you. You need to make sure you're in a church someplace that's preaching the word of God. So get there. If you just can't join us here, check us out at coftv.com or any of our viewing partners. So we'll be back to, uh, to you in the next part. Mother Beth, thank you. I had a great time. I did too. Lucas, thank you for your leadership today. Yeah. And we'll see everybody soon. I'm Pastor Tori on the dock, and we'll be back with part two soon. <laughs>